0: And now, here is Tara Nolan to help you find out how to be financially tuned.
1: Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Tara Nolan, from Tara Nolan Advisory Services, and my awesome and amazing co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you for tuning in for today's show called Year-End Retirement Planning. We're gonna to try to get you through everything from the second opinion tax reviews to maximizing your 401k contributions to taking your required minimum distributions if that's a factor. So we want what we really want to do is make sure that you're ready for next year. And at the end of listening to this show, I hope you have a good list of the things that you're gonna to want to sit down with me to go over and check out. But uh, so Tony, how are things going?
0: Well, things are going great, Tara. And this is a Uh, People might think, well, uh, you you, you mentioned year-end planning. It's not year-end yet, but you know what? Now is the time to start thinking about these things. And really what we're talking about is having uh, a retirement plan in place before you retire and a plan for even your next year as far as taxes and savings goes. So I love the topic for today. I'm doing great, Tara. I've been busy, but my schedule is nothing. I know, compared to yours. You're so busy. Um, you know, I, I know that you work a lot with your horses and you, you work really hard with your clients on the financial end of things. How have you been doing?
1: Well, Tony, it's been a very busy summer. I'm doing a little extra time this year with the Air Force Reserves, which I love. But I can tell you what, working working two jobs is is keeping it busy this year.
0: So I bet, because I know how hard you work for your clients. And And to meet with our listeners and make sure that they get on the right path. You know, if they want to talk to you about becoming a client, I would encourage our listeners to pick up the phone and give you a call. And I know you have a special offer for them again today, but yeah, you've been really busy, haven't you?
1: I have, but you know, one of the things I count myself so lucky, Tony, is I have an awesome, wonderful husband and business partner. And so Chris is able to help keep the business going When I'm trying to do some of that extra stuff with the Air Force but at the end of the day we like to sit down with every client and make sure that they have a plan that they understand and they feel really good about so
0: yeah that's it all
1: it all works out at the end just like this year-end retirement planning
0: (laughs) yeah so retirement planning so why is it important to have a plan especially uh looking ahead to the next year
1: Well, Tony, one of the things I really educate my clients about that I know a lot of financial planners don't necessarily do is rate of return is nice, but what's really much more important is it's not how much money you make, it's how much you get to keep. So a big part of your retirement plan needs to focus on taxes. And part of year-end planning is going, have you taken advantage of every tax-advantaged account that you have access to? If you're able, you want to definitely maximize the money that you contribute to your Roth accounts if you make too much money for that a terrible problem to have I know
0: yeah. <laughs> you want to
1: make sure that you're taking advantage of perhaps your 401ks or your uh, permanent life insurance or some of the other tools that are out there because at the end of the day we want to make sure that when you reach retirement you're gonna be able to keep as much of your money as you can so that you get to enjoy it because you're working right now and and building that nest egg so that's why we do year-end planning
0: Well, yeah, and I think that's great, Tara, and what you said there is so important. Uh, You know, I think a lot of people, Tara, wait until tax time rolls around next year to look back and see, okay, now I've got to get my tax returns done. What do I have where I can save money or maybe get, get some money back or owe less? Uh, But that's the wrong time to look at these things, isn't it? Uh, Now is the time of year you need to get started on your year in planning and look ahead to say, hey, while I'm still in this fiscal year, what can I do with my 401k to actually save on taxes this year, right?
1: Well, absolutely, Tony. It's the difference between looking at your taxes and going, oh, golly, I should have done X, Y, or Z versus going, okay, it's early enough in the year and this is what I want to get done this year and and be proactive and get and take advantage of your lessons learned from the previous years.
0: So absolutely. Sure and so what's some advice that you can start our listeners off with uh, on planning uh, before the end of the year?
1: Well We're gonna talk a little bit about 401Ks, but before we get to that, Tony, um, is it okay if I do a quick educational piece? Yes, please. So so here's the thing that I know a lot of people have been asking me about is, we're kind of all taught, you hear it different places, that you're supposed to save 15% of your income. And this is really folds into the year-end planning because one of the things we look at is, okay, how close are you to that target of 15%? But let me take a step back and say, Tony, do you know where that 15% comes from? No. And you're not alone.
0: (laughs) It comes (laughs) (laughs) from... I just thought it magically appeared. That was just a magical number.
1: And in fairness, the first time I was taught that, when I was going through my initial training to be a financial planner, I was taught that number, and I just would say it, but I didn't know where it came from. But but it's helpful, I think, to always understand some of the whys behind it. So if you're taking notes, this is a really good time to take some notes. Yeah, you caught where, me off
0: guard with that question, by the way, Dara. I was not prepared for that, obviously.
1: That's my goal, at least once the show. <laughs>
0: I was like a deer in a headlights. Uh, am I supposed to know this? I know that number. I mean, you're taught that, and I've talked about it on radio shows, but uh, no, I've never dug down into it.
1: Well and so here we're gonna dig down to it very quickly. But basically there's five things that happen in the future and we attribute about three percent to each of those things changing from now and out into the future. So just take a guess. What's something that's gonna happen between now and twenty years from now?
0: Taxes will go up.
1: Taxes will go up. Is there anyone if anyone's listening out there that thinks taxes will go down? You are a very optimistic person. (laughs) (laughs) Especially looking at our
0: looming Debt,
1: and that's just a given. So we we like to plan three percent. The taxes are probably going to go up, so we want to be prepared for that. Um, another thing that can happen, that's happening all the time. How does the market? Is the market pretty predictable?
0: <laughs> oh, Tara, that's a funny joke you just made. The market predictable? Right. No, the market is so volatile and unpredictable right now. It's crazy, isn't it?
1: So we like to save three percent for market risk. Um, One of the other things that comes up, you know, the easy example is, you know, how much does a Coke cost now versus when you were a kid?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I I don't wanna date myself, so I'm not even gonna give out that amount.
1: Right, but we all know inflation's gonna happen. Yeah. So we wanna save inflation, you know, about 3% planned is a safe number for inflation. The last two I'm gonna just share with you because these are hard ones to remember, I think. Um, There's technological technological changes that are gonna happen. Uh, Do you have the same telephone that you did? 10 years ago?
0: No, I don't have the same phone I had two years ago.
1: Right. So we're, we're, technological changes are happening. There's new televisions, or if we're just going to the internet, those things are happening. And then just planned obsolescence. I mean, I, I don't know, Tony, are you the guy that gets a new car every year, or Are you the guy that drives the car until it's dead?
0: Well, I've been the g- kind of guy who drives it until it's dead. I just got a, a new vehicle. So, uh, but my last one had well over 200,000 miles on it. So,
1: Right. That's me, too. I just like to drive until they die. But eventually you have to get a new car. Yes. So if we add tribute, three percent and I'm going to go over the list one more time, three percent for each thing, inflation, taxes, planned obsolescence for those new vehicles you might need, technological changes, cell phones, as an example, and then market risk. Those things add up to 15 percent. So that's how much you need to be saving really just to stay even with your life. So that's why in the year-end planning, one of the big things that we go through and go is, okay, how close are you to meeting that target now that you understand why it is a target?
0: Yeah, and really, the the overall umbrella over those five items is inflation. I mean, really, it's you know, the cost of of living going up, isn't it?
1: Ex- exactly. So I mean, we don't have a crystal ball; none of us do. But these are five categories that we have a pretty good sense, based on history, that. It, is going to happen. Yeah. So sorry to take that little diversion, but I just was thinking about that. And actually from some recent meetings I've had that people go, well, why do I have to say 15%? Well, let's, let's talk about yeah, that because I'm, it's
0: important. I'm glad you t- really we talked about it. I had never, ever had that explained to me. And I've thrown out that 15% number myself. <laughs> I mean, just because of uh, doing the radio show and, and talking to you, I, I've known the 15% is what you need to Typically, they say you want to, you know, have an extra 15% in there for time, but I didn't know how they came up with that number. I thought it was just kind of random and it's worked before, so we'll stick with it. Um, (laughs) But uh, that actually makes perfect sense.
1: Good, good. So, so now where were we? Well, <laughs> Looking at year-end re-planning. Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, just getting ready. You said we're gonna talk about 401Ks and I, I asked you what's some advice you can give us to start us off with regarding that.
1: Well, this is one area. The thing that we wanna do when we're looking at the year-end is to say, um, and this is where I get into the model, but all things being equal, say you, you sit down, you go, you know what, I have an extra, I don't know, let's just say $5,000 to make the number easy where do I wanna put it? Because it looks like I'm gonna be able to save it. And then you run through your list and say, do I wanna put it in my savings account? Do I wanna stuff it under my mattress? Do I wanna put it into my 401k? Do I wanna put it into my Roth? And like we talked about before, Tony, there's not a one size fits all for those answers, right? Because maybe you make so much money that you can't contribute to a Roth. So maybe the 401k becomes a logical tool maybe you have permanent insurance and you can contribute it into your cash value. Maybe you don't. So or this is you where need you want to.
0: deduction. So you split it up and put it into a traditional IRA or 401k. And and over the course of the next few months before we hit year end or the tax year end, you're able to put it away for your, you know, in a tax deferred account uh, so to lessen your tax burden. But some people out there don't need that. They, they actually don't need, um, you know, that deduction from their taxes. They're not in a situation where that's going to help them that much. So then they can put it into something that is, you know, that's taxable money and use it like that, right?
1: Right, because the question is, is do you have a W-2? Do you have a regular job or do you own your own business? So this is why you really need to sit down with someone to, to talk about it because there's a lot of options that exist and you want to figure out what's going to maximize you so that you can save that 15 percent and at the end of the the retirement at the end of the day that stays in your pocket
0: yeah that's, that's the, the key. goal yeah that's the key that's right the... there
1: <laughs> you know that's saying it's not how much you make it's how much you keep
0: yeah so you're probably not going to want to go to vegas or put all of it in the stock market because you might not end up with it at the end of the day right
1: well but i, I wouldn't say that you might not be able to have a fun trip but let's everything right. in moderation
0: right everything in moderation. Okay. <laughs> Um, So, uh, obviously, 401k plans, we're talking about those a little bit here, and they're very common out there. I I bet um, the majority of our listeners probably have a 401k, right?
1: Yes, everyone who is working should have a 401k, and at the very minimum, what you need to be doing is taking advantage of the matching. Now, where the education comes in is, do you want to contribute more of the matching? The answer is maybe yes, maybe no. But um if you have a 401k and you are not taking full advantage of the matching then you need to definitely come talk to me and let me explain to you why.
0: Yeah, <laughs> because Yeah, exactly. And we want to remind the listeners that um you know, not every employer does do a match but most do nowadays. Most companies uh, that offer 401ks have a match and you have to take advantage of it, right? Because it's free money.
1: Exactly. That's we talk about if you have a dollar having a job, if a dollar can get 100% matching just by existing, that's really good job for your money to have.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. And of course, uh, you know, similar similar things are, are you know, obviously not everyone has a 401k, but most people do. And the people who don't might be lucky enough to have a pension or they have a 403b, which is similar, right?
1: Uh, 403b is, is essentially the same thing as a 401k. It's a retirement plan, that uh, works, usually at now it's in place of a pension, because most people don't have pensions anymore. Sure. They have a 403B or a 401K yeah. or something of that nature. Yeah, unless they, Absolutely. you know,
0: some state, federal, and government workers still have pensions, but, and, um, and the military, they still have pensions, right? They do. Yeah, they do. That's good. Um, that's good. Uh, good for those people. Pensions are great, but unfortunately, most of us don't have that luxury, so and i think it is a luxury compared to 401k's it's i most pensions are a lot better than your average 401k aren't they
1: well it's it's steady money yeah. and that's the, that's the thing is is we're used to working most of our lives and getting a paycheck every month so a pension's nice because even if it's not very big it's it's steady money and because a lot of us have not done the the practice and the diligence of planning and managing our money like we should so when we retire we end up with this very large nest egg That we have to break down into bite-sized pieces and live on, and it's kind of a scary feeling to watch your nest egg get smaller as you're living on
0: it. Well, yeah, it's like an elephant, and then the question is, how do I eat an elephant?
1: One bite at a time, but then (laughs) eventually, you don't want that elephant to go away.
0: Yeah, you don't want him to. (laughs) You don't want to live longer than that elephant. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want him to lumber off while you're still around. So uh, I get that. Hey, you know what? We have to take a quick commercial break right now, Tara. We got to jump in here and take this break. But I know you have a special offer for our listeners today, correct?
1: I do, Tony. So for the first 20 callers at the end of my show, I'm going to offer a free complimentary uh, second opinion. Basically, we're going to sit down and look at what you're doing. I'm going to explain to you how I could help you and just see if that's gonna be a good fit. So for the first 20 people that call, we're gonna take care of that. But for everybody who's listening, if you wanna visit my website at www.taraenolan.com, you can go and click on the Financially Tuned button and download a complimentary retirement income toolkit. And this is gonna really dovetail with the conversation we're having today because it's something for you to read and look at when it comes to retirement and seeing how you want to handle that.
0: I think that's great, Tara. And listeners, stay tuned. Uh, We're going to be right back with more from Tara Nolan on Financially Tuned right after this. Turning a 401k, IRA, or retirement savings into a regular income that will last as long as you do is no easy task. Let Tara Nolan of Tara Nolan Advisory Services help you get your financial future in tune. Call Tara at 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. And listen to KRDO News Radio Saturdays at 12 noon to Financially Tuned with Tara Nolan. And welcome back to Financially Tuned with myself, your co-host, Tony Shore, And our host is none other than Tara Nolan from Nolan Advisory Services. Now, Tara, uh, this has been a great show. And as always, you bring a wealth of knowledge, pun intended, uh, (laughs) talking about maximizing your 401k plan contributions, uh, preparing for the year-end. And here it's only uh, middle of the year. We're in the summertime, uh, but planning ahead uh, for you, <laughs> to make sure you don't have that big tax burden and planning ahead with your retirement savings is so important. Now, in addition to ensuring that you're maximizing your 401k contributions before the end of a tax year, what else uh, should people plan for?
1: Well, one of the things I have, especially with my clients who are actually in retirement now, is that we start looking um, definitely... With starting with the second opinion tax review because there's a lot of things when we look at your taxes and how you've uh, been structuring things, we can find money that you can invest. But one of the things we want to look at is required minimum distributions from your IRA. So, Tony, before I jump in, how would you explain a required minimum distribution for those people listening out there that may not know exactly what it is?
0: Well, First thing, they also call it an RMD, which as I've said on the show before, I always thought RMD stood for really massive donut. But (laughs) unfortunately, it does not. Uh, I would explain RMDs are um, these required minimum distributions. If you have a tax deferred retirement plan and you reach age 70 and a half, the IRS has let you avoid paying taxes on that traditional IRA. So they want to start getting their tax dollars from it. So when you withdraw your money, you have to then start paying taxes on it. And if you don't start withdrawing at 70 and a half a certain amount every year, then you have to pay taxes plus a huge penalty on it. Uh, but you have to pay taxes on it anyway. But they, the Uncle Sam makes you take that money out because part of it's his and he wants you to give him what's his.
1: Absolutely. So what I want to do here, Tony, is just give an example so people can kind of wrap their head around how this could be a player. So I have a client who, she is only 66, 67, but her husband was 70 and a half when he passed recently. Mm. And so what's happening is she inherited his IRA, but because even though she's not yet herself 70 and a half, she's having to take some required minimum distributions. Uh. And- so but here's the thing is because she was well taken care of and we did some good planning, she doesn't need that money. But she has to take it out anyway. So when she takes that money out, she has to pay the taxes, but then she has this money sitting that she doesn't need, and guess what? When it's even if it's just sitting in her bank account, she's going to continue to have to pay taxes on any interest that she earns. So the situation that we're looking at is, okay, what do we want to do with that money? How do we protect that money? Because I think she's going to live for another 30 years. She's a long-lived family and we want to make sure that she doesn't run out of money. And it's a little frustrating that the government is forcing her to take money out of an account that she doesn't even need yet.
0: Yeah, that is frustrating.
1: So so for her, one of the unique solutions that we're coming up with is a win-win strategy where we're going to set her up with, um, permanent insurance policy that's got some long-term care benefits that she can put the money into if she needs the money she'll have access to it because she controls the policy so if she needs that cost value she can have it but if she doesn't need the money it's going to forever grow tax-free so now we've taken money that was in a tax-deferred account turned it into tax-free money and then we've also protected her in the event of a long-term care situation but if she doesn't need long-term care, then the money still continues to grow. So it's kind of a win-win situation. And that's just one example of someone who has to take their RMDs and looking at, okay, how do we make this a win situation for the client?
0: Sure, sure. And the other way, yeah, and you could you also use that and, and have a death benefit to, in order to pass that money along tax-free to your loved ones, right?
1: exactly and in her case we're also gonna um, she has some charitable inclinations and so we've set it up so that we can also allow her to be a benefactor for a charity of her choice so that's just one example but when rmds happen you know sometimes people need them and they have to live on them sometimes people don't need them so there's a lot of considerations but the one thing we do know is you have to take them Sure. (laughs) you do have to take them and you are going to have to pay that tax i mean that's going to happen but then the question comes then what do you do with that money? And how do you manage it in the best way possible?
0: Sure. So that leads me to, I want to talk to you a little bit, Tara, in before the end of our last segment, right at the end there, before the break, you mentioned a special offer that you'd give a second opinion look at their financial situation. If our listeners out there might have, maybe they got into an annuity that's not right for them. Maybe they have um, investments in the stock market that they're not sure about, and they need somebody to look these things over, and they're not sure what their assets are doing for them, and if they're properly situated uh, to in the best manner to, to get them the most money and be there for them when they need that money as income in retirement. So uh, that said, you're willing to look that over, um, and um, also you have the ability, you have a back office that'll do second opinion tax returns, is that correct? That's correct, Tony. So what does that mean?
1: Well, looking at the way your tax returns are done, that's always good to make sure that you've gone through and you identify how your taxes were done and that it all makes sense because a lot of times you can just, obviously we always have the CPA in the loop, but we like to say, okay, here's what you did. Here's the questions we recommend that your CPA answer for you and see if we can take advantage of it and do it a little better because... It's always great to have a second opinion because in the end, we're trying to make it everything better for you, the client. So that's why we always do the second opinion look.
0: Ah, I see. And so now to reiterate just really quick, I want to interject this for our listeners out there in case they missed it. uh, Let them know about the special offer so they can get a second opinion uh, on their financial situation from you and a little strategy session there at no charge if they're one of the, the first 20 callers after the show, right?
1: That's correct, Tony. So we've been getting pretty full up with our appointments, but for the next 20 callers after the show finishes, we will set up a one-on-one complimentary, basically I call it a two-way interview so I can see what they've been doing, talk about what we can do and, and look at the plan and see if there's something that we can be doing a lot better. And I can tell you, Tony, I've found a lot of people coming to me that are in that retirement phase and they have all of their money in the market and they're a little concerned and they're looking to create some balance. So well, that's I'm going to help give those yeah, so for the next 20 people that call, we'll we'll take care and we'll do that complimentary.
0: Yep. What's your what's that phone number?
1: 719-235-5494.
0: All right. One more time with the phone number.
1: Sure, it's 719-235-5494.
0: All right. Yeah, and to continue here Um, Talking about this, uh, and I think that's great that you're doing this. I know last week you got a lot of calls from the show a couple of weeks ago as well. So I think that's fantastic uh, that you're setting up appointments with our listeners and giving out some uh, complimentary appointments and working with them. Uh, That's great. And I would encourage our listeners to pick up the phone, give Tara a call because she knows what she's doing. She can look at your situation and say, yeah, if you want to work with me and become a client, I can help you here and here and here, and you shouldn't be doing this, and let me know. And uh, it's very helpful, but there's no, you know, you're not going to pressure them. You're just going to take a look at where they're at, Get to, they can get to know you. I think that's a great idea. So uh, I know you love to help people in, out there in the community as well. Now, um, do you come across people that uh, are often uh, worried that they've made mistakes on their past year's tax returns then?
1: I don't know. Actually, Tony, I have people that actually just have not brought it into their cross check or thought about it. Uh-huh. And they just kind of think that, well, it's, I don't, I've had someone doing my taxes and, and, it, you know, the thing with taxes, it's complicated is there's, there's more than one way to get it done. That's correct. But what we're looking to do is to streamline and optimize it. So for most people, their taxes have been done correctly, but we're looking to really streamline and, uh, take advantage of every little thing that's available. And so I come at it from the angle of a financial planner. Your CPA comes at it from the angle of saving you money this year. I come at it from the angle of saving you money for retirement. So that's why it's good to have both of us working together so that you can get the best for your life.
0: Right. And that's a great point. You're not a CPA but you do look at at taxes as part of an overall retirement plan and work with people's CPAs. And and, uh, you have CPAs that you work with on a regular basis to help your clients uh, minimize that tax burden. And I think that's huge. Well, on that note, I have to say we're basically out of time. That show flew by today, Tara. Uh, Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we go? Maybe that offer one last time and your phone number.
1: I'll do the offer, but just before I do that, for anyone who's just tuning in or has been listening, make sure to visit my website at www.taraenolan.com and be sure to download your complimentary retirement income toolkit. But for the next 20 callers, this is my offer today, I'm going to offer a complimentary interview. I always call it a two-way interview to look at what you're doing, what your questions are, and give you that second opinion on your plan. Just call the office at 719-235-5494. That's 719-235-5494. And we'll sit down and talk. Join us, same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care and we'll talk with you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan. Social Security Administration or any government agency.